Goosebumps number 11, The Haunted Mask by R.L. Stein. If looks could kill. Face to face with a nightmare. How ugly is Carly Beth's Halloween mask? It's so ugly that it almost scared her little brother to death. So terrifying that even her friends are totally freaked out by it. It's the best Halloween mask ever. It's everything Carly Beth hoped it would be. And more. Maybe too much more. Because Halloween is almost over. And Carly Beth is still wearing that special mask. Listener beware, you're in for a scare. Nice kids. They're gonna love Dark Falls. Oh my gosh, I'm oh. geeking out. I'm dying. <laughs> Here we I are. I'm dying. Here we are. Okay, okay. Oh, Listeners, okay, just, just so you guys know, this is... First of all, welcome to Welcome to Deadcast. That's right. Welcome to Welcome to Deadcast. Thank you so, so much for joining us. Thank you so much. We review Goosebumps books and Goosebumps TV episodes and just dish it all out. We just spill the real tea and there's nothing we love more than Goosebumps nothing. and Earl Stein. I am Daniel Montgomery. I'm Matthew Scott Montgomery. And we are your Terror Twin hosts. And The Haunted Mask, Goosebumps number 11, Ooh. is not only... Ooh. Not only my favorite Goosebumps book in the series. It's the it, best one, hands down. It is probably my favorite book. Oh, definitely. And the corresponding TV episode, which usually what we do is we do the book, and then we talk about the TV episode, and we will do that again today. It's going to be hard to... But it's going to be... They're going to be bleeding into each other more than they usually do, because... Monster blood. When people ask me what my favorite movie is, if if The Haunted Mask counts, that's it. Without a doubt, because me too. Out of, me too. And Daniel knows this, and my friends know this, and people know this. If I like something, I get absolutely obsessed with it, and I watch it over, over and, and over and over again. Like, I literally cannot stop watching things that I get obsessed with. I think we have seen The Haunted Mask episode... How many times did you guess you've seen I can't it? Even, I can't even begin it's, to speak about that. Uh, somebody asked me... It's the piece yeah. of entertainment I have I've seen, seen the most, most in my entire life. We've been watching it since we were I'll, tiny I'll have kids. you know that, uh, as obnoxious as this sounds, Matthew and I both lit... I know people are always like, I have the whole thing memorized. No, we, we literally, literally have, have the, the entire thing, thing memorized. memorized. I've probably seen it 4,000 times. <laughs> <laughs> like, several... Like dozens and dozens of times a year for the last several oh, like for years for years and years and years. There have been days when I've I've watched it more than probably three times. No, that's true. I'm not even Especially kidding. Especially on Halloween. In the it's, month of October, I literally have it playing all around the clock. That is how fucking fantastic this television episode is and this book. It is and such a it is such a perfect adaptation of the book. If it I is, could give someone one goosebumps book to read and one thing it's this to this one. It's it's the haunted mask. And you know, um, in the, the if you open up the books, uh, in, in my copies because I have all, all the copies, I put the grade at the top corner 
of, of the inside cover because I, I reread them when I was, I don't know, 16 or 17 or something, and I gave them grades. And I this is the only book, I think, in the entire series I've given an A to. Yes. I, gave, I think I've given others A minuses, but this is A, 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 A all the way. I'll also just brag for Matthew because... Um, he has the he has our co- our copies of the Goosebumps books, mm-hmm. and this particular copy has R.L. Stein's signature. It's in it. true. R.L. Stein signed this. I went down to USC and I stood in line, and I had a Goosebumps hat and this with me, and they wouldn't let me sign the hat, and so I I I handed Robert Ooh. Lawrence Stein a co- my copy of the Haunted Mask, and he signed it. He signed it. It is yeah. It is priceless. The picture that I'm going to post on Instagram and on Twitter for the corresponding to this episode, you'll see the signature. I'll put Ooh. it on there. Ooh. I know it's so. Good. I, I, I could just wax poetic about Woo! this literally all night. It's smart. It's devastating. It's hilarious. It's, it's a, terrifying, it's and adults. it's genuinely really, really it's, scary. It's it made me want to be an actor. Kids. It oh, made the, me want to be an actor. The acting's so good. It's fucking fantastic. It's so creepy. It's so well done. It's the best adaptation of a book in the series as well. In fact, I think the TV episode is better than the book. I think it is too. So let's just let's just jump. If right that wasn't, on in. if that doesn't sell you and you guys enough on it, at least at least hop on Netflix and watch this glorious, Ooh. glorious. It's, it's split into a two-parter on Netflix. It says season five, but it was actually the first episode that ever, ever aired. But let's 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 just dive into dive into the book right now. Are you ready? I'm ready. Are you ready? I'm ready. Carly Beth, Carly Beth, Carly Beth. So this is all about Carly Beth Caldwell. That's right. God, that's such a great name. And she goes to Carly Beth Maple Avenue Middle School. I think so. Or is it Walnut Avenue? I think it's Walnut. I just said this is like my favorite book, and I don't even know which middle school she goes to. I know the TV episode way better than I know the book. In fact, I think I've only read the book three times. Yeah, I think I might. Well, I usually read it every October, so I probably, I, but not every. I probably probably five or six. It was times. such a delight revisiting this book. Yeah, there's it was a, a lot of differences. It is chalk filled with Halloween on beyond. It's true. In fact, I'll just let's just do it on page twenty six. Ooh, I, I know we're getting on page twenty five or something. Oh, really? Okay, on page. Yes. Yes, I wrote Halloween ambiance, page twenty five. Just read it. Just read it. Um. Before we even discuss about what the context of this, just listen to this Halloween ambiance. It was a heavy feeling in the air, a heavier darkness, the eerie orange glow of grinning pumpkins in windows, the silent cries of ghouls and monsters waiting to float free on their night to celebrate. Halloween. Halloween is a separate sentence. There's there's another chunk I. I guess read. we should have our, we should have said this episode of the book The Haunted Mask takes well, place in Halloween. Well, if you heard the description, you know the oh, back of true. the book. It, it, it all takes place Halloween. It's just so Halloween. Let's get to it. Let's so, get to it. Um, this is this is this is a section early on in the book where where Carly Beth is walking around on Halloween night, and it says the air, the evening air was cold and damp. Carly Beth struggled to zip her coat as she dogged, jogged toward the party store. We'll get there. The house next door had a glowing jack o' lantern in the front window. The house in the corner had paper skeletons strung up across the front porch. The wind howled through the bare trees. The branches above her head shook and rattled like bony arms. What, what a creepy, creepy night, Carly Beth thought. She started running a little faster. A car rolled silently by, sending harsh white light floating across the sidewalk like a bright ghost. I could, I could take a bath in that. Oh, I, I have and I will. Ooh. Okay, so who Ooh. is who is Carly Beth? Carly Beth is Carly Beth's a scaredy cat. Carly Beth's a scaredy cat. Carly Beth is our first protagonist. That's not twelve. She's eleven. She is. She's a youngin. And I would also point out that this book is not in first person, much like that's um, right. The ghost next door. When did door the book wasn't. come out? The book came out. It's our first Halloween. 
Halloween Goosebumps book. There's a there's a few of them. This one came out in September 1993. Ooh, Work. 1993, 93. and it spawns the sequels, The Haunted Mask Two, um, The Scream of the Haunted Mask, and Wanted the Haunted Mask. Ooh. There's all kinds of lore. There's really like kind of a trilogy thing that happens. Ooh. Yes. Mm-hmm. So Carly Beth is this meek and mild, terrified little girl. Right. She's described as having straight brown hair, dark eyes, a tiny. She's very, she's very tiny, a yeah. tiny little girl with a round face and a short snub, a short stub of a nose. And her her she's best friend is her best friend girl. is Sabrina with a long black ponytail. She's tall, dark, and sophisticated looking with enormous dark eyes. So we have these BFFs, Sabrina. Even though and Sabrina Carly- is a month younger than Carly Beth, I think if that's correct. I think that is but, right. But Sabrina looks so much older. So the thing is here, Carly Beth is scared of absolutely everything. I love I love this setup in the it's such a great story. It makes you think of like a Pixar villain. Or like a Pixar or like a story. Tales, it's like a Tales in the Crypt thing. Yeah, for because me. yeah, she Carly Beth is always being bullied and scared at school. People especially by it. Chuck Green and Steve Boswell. Steve Boswell, interestingly enough, is the protagonist of the Haunted Mask too. Mm-hmm, but we'll get there mm-hmm, later. We'll get there. We we'll get there. So there's these two guys at school that always torture her. Chuck and Steve, and they always scare her. And it starts off. The book starts off uh, with every at lunch. It's lunchtime at school. Mm-hmm. Carly Beth and Sabrina are at lunch. They're having a super expository conversation, um, talking about Halloween costumes and about how Chuck and Steve always scare Carly Beth. Mm-hmm. Always, always, always. There's a moment when somebody drops their lunch tray in the the lunchroom, and Carly Beth shrieks and screams at the top of her lungs. She's scared by literally everything. Poor, pitiful, scareable Carly Beth. And Steve pops up, scares her by putting his hand on his on her shoulder terrifying and steve and chuck are they're these tall thin they're described as similar similar looking guys with baseball caps dark brown eyes goofy grins faded blue jeans and dark colored long sleeve t-shirts and they are just they are they are just making carly best life a living hell yeah and they give her a turkey sandwich the steve steve offers carly beth his turkey sandwich sounds good right now and and she was like, oh, do you want my- I'm not hungry. Do you want me the rest of my turkey sandwich? And Carly Beth is like, sure. But then she notices that the sandwich tastes sticky and sour. What's that? And then she looks, and she opens the sandwich, she pulls apart the bread, and sees a big, fat, brown worm. Sicked. And the whole room laughs, and Chuck says, no, it's just fake. We're just fooling. We're just joshing. We got you, Carly Beth. Oh, no, wait, it's real. It's real. Ah! And the whole room laughs, and Carly Beth runs out of the the lunchroom gagging. Yes, hunty. And she runs home humiliated again. Carly Beth. Oh. And when she gets home, um, her mom is there. Now, the, the the mom is described in the book. I don't like a whole lot, but I love her in the TV show. Ooh, but, but gosh, the, in the book, she's described as tall and chubby with thick curls of coppery hair, gross. lively green gray eyes, and she's artsy and free and energetic and silly and. She's wearing a paint-stained gray sweatshirt over black lycra tights. And when Carly Beth gets home, she she shows Carly Beth that she's made a plaster of Paris head of of Carly Beth's head. Yeah. She made it in art class. Yeah. And uh, Carly Beth's kind of like, why did you make this? And then her mom's kind of like, because I love you. Because I love you, sweetheart. And then Carly Beth's kind of like, what? And then her mom says something like, God, you have the strangest reactions to things, Carly Beth, and like her feelings are hurt. And Carly Beth's like, no, I like it. I was just surprised. There's, it's reading through these scenes, 
the dialogue, and I know we're bleeding into the TV episode right now, right. but the dialogue is snatched. Yeah. It is snatched yeah. from the book. And it's it, so, so close to it. And it's I think, exciting. I don't know. Maybe it's because I'm so the, used the, to the TV episodes. The TV episode's better. A lot better. The dialogue's yeah, better. The relationships are better. The TV episode does a great, we'll get there, but the TV episode does a great job of just of just cleaning it all up and yeah. just making Streamlining it. Streamlining it. Uh, perfect. So, um, and uh, Carly Best's mom tells her that she made her a duck costume. Mm-hmm. Uh, for Halloween, and Carly Beth inside of her head says, "Like I don't want to be a duck. I'm gonna be a stupid duck. I want to be something scary. I want to be scary. I want to be time. scary. Yes. I want to get back at Chuck and Steve. Yeah. Fuck you, Chuck and Steve. I want to get back at them." And she goes to a room, and he went, this is also not a ranch style house in this house. It's this is not a, t- a ranch. Style What's house. interesting though, in the TV episode, it is a ranch style house all one level. But in this episode, she has to go upstairs. It's a two story house. It's always if you've listened to any of these episodes, listener, you'll know that Arlstein often loves to write about ranch style houses. He does, and that was side of I, ranch. I had no idea what a ranch style house was growing up. I so didn't it really either. Mm-hmm. So she goes into her room, and, or she goes to her room, and then she hears breathing behind her door no. and then the door flies open and she hears a big loud quack <laughs> and white feathers go flying and it turns out it's noah her little brother her eight-year-old brother he was trying on her costume continuing that rl stein trope of having an annoying little brother <laughs> or sister <laughs> and uh so she's really scared by that sabrina calls and says they have to finish their ping pong solar system for the science fair right and um, this is the this is the only real difference I feel like between there's no there's oh, a, there's, there's a couple several, several differences. I, 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 as I was this sequence is not in the TV episode, but basically they have to like they're making a model solar system out of ping pongs. And they have to go to the fucking science fair at school or whatever, and it becomes like a sort of thing. Um, I, I thought I thought it was funny that Arl, at the it's the next day at the science fair, and Arl Stein describes what the other people have made. Yeah. And he talks about Mary Sue Chong's robot arm or Martin Goodman's computer he made from scratch. Good luck with that. I was like, oh, who are you, Alan Turing? Is this the imitation game? Work. So it's at, we we are at the science fair and- Our state state fair is is a a great great state state fair. fair. And- the judges are coming around to look at everybody's, you know, projects or whatever, and they're getting around to Sabrina and Carly Best's basic ping pong no. solar system. It's and, not even a volcano. And right before that happens, Steve says something about Steve is there at the science fair and says something oh, good. and says something like, "Oh no, my tarantula is oh, loose." Oh, my tarantella. My tar- I'm dancing the tarantella. My little ferret. My little um, chipmunk. My little what is it? I don't know, but she loves those macaroons. If anyone gets that reference, God bless you. Yep. So Joe gets it. If Joe's listening, I know he does. Steve yells out that his tar- his tarantella, his tarantula is missing, and Carly Beth's like, "Oh, don't get scared to herself. Don't get scared, Carly Beth. Don't get scared. There's a spider on the loose, but don't get scared." And then she feels a spiny pincer on the back of her. Oh leg. no, pincer! Oh no, <laughs> oh no, pincer paws. Oh no, Harold pincer. And she screams and screams and screams and screams and screams and pushes over and knocks over her solar system and ruins everything. <laughs> oh, and Carly Beth. Everyone laughs at Carly Beth, including the teachers. I know the, the teachers laugh. And it fuck turns science fairs. Fuck this scene. It turns out it was just Steve joking around. And just he, like pinching the back of her leg. He was leg. pinching the back what of her leg. What also doesn't make sense to me about this scene is if Steve is on stage saying, "Has anyone seen my tarantula?" Then he has to run off stage and climb behind Carly Beth and then tickle her ankle right behind. Then he's immediately there pinching the back of her leg. Oh, I, I don't. I, I didn't. I, I don't follow that. 
She's on stage saying, hey, is there anyone who, my, my, my fucking tarantula's loose, yes. look out for it. And then Carly Best's like, oh, don't be scared. Then she feels a sharp pincer on her leg and she looks down and then Steve is automatically on the ground below pinch, pinching the back of her leg. Yeah. So he raced from the stage and crawled on the floor and, and immediately went to go pinch. What do you mean raced from the stage? Is, isn't he like up on a stage or something? So? Uh, oh, let me explain. The whole science fair is taking place on the stage. Oh. Of the like in the auditorium, so everybody's on the stage. Oh, okay. It's taking place in a stage of an auditorium, and I don't know what I was. Thinking. Carly Beth just when when he says like, "Oh, there's a tarantula or whatever," um, Carly Beth freezes. She decides she's not going to move. She's oh, okay. going to stay facing forward. So maybe everybody oh, okay. saw Steve. That makes more sense. Her. I'm so sorry to waste all that time. That's okay. So Carly Beth runs off, you know, because. She's humiliated yet again. It's the right. second time this happened in two days. And she runs off and decides it's she vows to get them back. Yeah, she's going to get them back. Next thing we know, it's Halloween night. I don't know if this is the same night or a later night. But it's Halloween night. It's drizzling and raining, which I love. And it is drizzling and raining in Los Angeles right now, right which now. I love. Mm -hmm. And Carly Beth plan is planning to meet up with Sabrina at 7.30. And they're going to go um, trick-or-treating. And they're going to go trick-or-treating with, with Chuck and Steve. Right. But Carly Beth decides she wants to get a scary mask from that new party store. Yeah. You know, that one. I know the one. Oh, great. And so she goes to the store. She takes, I think it's so funny, she takes her life savings, which is $30. Girl, that's my life savings, too. <laughs> Girl, I've been there. I like how she, like, leaves to go to the store. The, the store, she's afraid the store is going to close, but it's already dark when she goes outside yes. to go to the store. That's, that, that little snippet I read earlier about her running through the streets. Yeah, the snippets that we read are, are now are, at this are, part yes. here. And she goes to the party store, and the door's closed. So, of course, it's closed. Right. Because they close at 5 o'clock. It's, like, 5 o'clock. Yeah, but then a man appears at the door. A man in a black suit. He's basically John Waters. He's basically John Waters. He is uh, slicked down, black hair, part of the middle, a pencil thin mustache, and a black cape. And he's like, "Oh, I probably we're already closed, so hurry up, young lady. Got to pick out a scary mask." And he was like, "I have this gorilla mask. It's made with real gorilla hair. I'll, I'll give it to you for nothing." So she's looking at masks. She sees. I love these references. These pop culture references. Mm -hmm. She says, "There's a Freddy Krueger mask. There's an E.T. E there's an Uncle Fester mask." Oh. And he ends up the man or whatever ends up getting on the phone, gets a phone call, and while he's on the phone, she sees a back room with a pale orange light. Was that? She, and she just sneaks back there. Yeah, she does. And, and she see, she sees some, some something real fucked up back there. So it's it, rows about, about two dozen masks. She sees rows of two dozen masks, and I want to describe what some of these masks look Ooh, like. Ooh, girl, these are scary because they are. They're so terrifying. I know, I'm scared. She says um, one one mask had long, stringy yellow hair falling over its bulging green forehead. A hairy black rat's head poked up from a knot in the hair. The rat's eyes gleaming like two dark jewels. Sick. The mask beside it had a large nail stuck through an eye hole. Thick, wet-looking blood poured from the eye down the cheek. Ouch. Chunks of rotting flesh appear to be falling off another mask, revealing gray bone underneath. An enormous black insect, some kind of grotesque beetle poked out from between the green and yellow decayed teeth. I don't like that one. They're too scary. They're terrifying. And then she sees one that she really Ooh, she likes. sees this one. And let me describe what it looks like, and then we'll talk about the cover of the book. Yeah, we will, girl. So this is the one she sees that she thinks is just perfect. Get ready. This is the haunted mask. It had guys. a bulging bald head. Its skin was a putrid yellow green. Its enormous sunken eyes were an eerie orange orange and seemed to glow 
It had a broad, flat nose smashed in like a skeleton's nose. Love it. The dark-lipped mouth gaped wide, revealing jagged animal fangs. Here's one thing I don't understand about this mask. How the how the eyes glow orange? Yes. If we were to have a mask, and are there eye holes or not? Because they I glow. don't know. I don't understand. I don't understand that part about I it. I don't understand because it's it's described that the eyes glow orange. Right. Several times. Where the, are the eye holes? Then? I don't know. I was thinking that maybe they're tiny little eye holes. Uh-huh. And the rest of the eyes, like, you know, part of the mask. Oh, okay. And that glows orange or right. something. But if we're looking at the cover of the book, the cover of the book is Carly Beth putting on that haunted mask. And it's a, if you guys haven't seen it, Google it because it's Google absolutely it. terrifying and awesome. It's a girl, like, with a high pony and a half pony, really. And she's in overalls with a baggy, I don't know, fuchsia sweater shirt. And it's a genuinely terrifying looking mask. It and is. It lo- and, it actually, and it has glowing orange it eyes. It looks like the description. It, it does. It pretty much does. For once, things look like the description. Yeah. It's really, really Ooh, great and straightforward so and creepy. I really love it. I, I wonder really what they're gonna, how they're going to do it in the movie. Oh, I don't know. I don't even want to talk about we'll it. figure that out later. So she goes to reach for the mask and then it screams at her. <laughs> oh, no, wait. It wasn't the mask. It was the man. Oh. The man was screaming. And oh. he's walked in behind her and says, What are you doing here? What are you doing here? And he comes towards her and Carly Beth thinks he's going to hurt her and is coming, reaching out arms towards her, but he doesn't. He says, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. And she's like, no, don't hurt me. He said, I'm so sorry you saw these because they're not for sale. Gotcha. Lo, 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 lo. And Carly Beth says, why, why aren't they too, why aren't they, for, why aren't they for sale, girl? And he says, they're too scary. Mm-mm. And he's, and, and the man says, no, they're not for sale. I, you can't, I can't take the responsibility of selling these. You'll be sorry. And she says, do you don't understand? I need it. I need it. And he eventually gives it to her. Yeah, he does. He's like, okay. He gives it to her for $30 and then she runs, she runs home. Yeah, she does. She runs on home. She decides in the dark, in the dark of Halloween night. Yes. So that's what I'm so surprised. I was like, oh my gosh, it's Halloween night, dude. And your store's closing at five o'clock on Halloween night. Um, don't you want to make a mini? I know, right? Come on, John Waters. So she gets home and she decides to put the mask on and scare Noah a little bit. Boo. She's really feeling her oats, right? Yes, yes, honey. And she puts in the mask, and the mask smells sour, damp, and old. And one thing I'll point out about the mask, she says this repeatedly about the mask, and I've really tried to do some sense memory and feel this and think as I was reading it. She keeps saying the mask doesn't feel like a mask. It feels like real skin. Yeah. That it feels warm, like real skin. Yeah. It's hard for me to wrap my brain around that. I can almost get there. I really want to get there. Take yeah. me there. I want to go there. You know where. So uh, she puts in the mask. It smells damp and old. And she bursts into Noah's room. And she realizes that when she speaks with the mask on, her voice is different. <laughs> and it's gruff indeed. I'm Carly Beth before the mask. I'm Carly Beth after the So Noah is totally scared and screams his little buns off. Isn't he dressed as a cockroach? He is. Oh. Lol, his artsy, artsy mom had to pull it together. She really scares the tits off of him. Yeah. And... He's titless. And lols, it's me, it's me, I'm Curly Bath. And then she- And she recognized my clothes. And then she tries to take the mask off. But, but it, it won't, won't come, come off. off. <laughs> what? But it won't come off. It won't, it won't. Yeah, it comes off. But how, and he, Noah says, how did you change your voice? And she says, I don't know. <laughs> but, but I like, like it. it. And Noah says, I wasn't scared. And Carly Beth says, yeah, right. And then Carly Beth says- not she doesn't say this, but we hear Carly Beth's thoughts through this third person narrator or whatever. Mm-hmm. And Carly Beth goes to her room and comes up with an idea on how to make things extra. This is scary. a fucking creepy and badass idea, right? This is creepy. So 
you know that that plaster of Paris Carly Beth head that her mother had made for her because she loves her. Well, Carly Beth decides to snatch it. She's gonna snatch it, and she takes a broom handle from a closet. She takes a broomstick, and she balances that plaster of Paris head on top of the stick. Why don't we get on our broomsticks and fly around on our broomsticks? Like her head has been impaled on this broomstick, and she's gonna parade it around. Her old head stuck on this stick. Isn't that creepy, you guys? It's so creepy. Are you getting? Goosebumps? The tingle. So her mom wants to see her duck costume. Carly Beth is leaving and her mom hears her coming down the hall or the stairs or something. Carly Beth, I want to see what your duck costume looks like. But but she's saved by the bell. It's all right. Because uh, her dad's her dad calls. He's and, on business in Chicago, and Carly Beth's mom has to answer the phone, so doesn't she doesn't even end up seeing her. Mm-hmm. So she, uh, the plan is go to meet uh, to meet Chuck and Steve in front of Sabrina's house at seven thirty, and she talks about. I wrote down I got the Wongs. This whole book gave me the Wongs. I, know, I even right? texted you during gave me the Wongs, meaning that it just gave me the, that special tingle in my that, bone. Ooh, that 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 like freshly sharpened pencils give me the wong. Yes. So she goes up to Sabrina's. See, she oh, just talks about kids trick or treating the moon, the trees, and I am in heaven reading at this. <laughs> I know. She gets to Sabrina's and she sees two boys walking up. Chuck it's Chuck and, and Steve. Steve. And she hides behind uh, some bushes or whatever. And she sees Chuck and Steve. And Chuck and Steve are dressed. Uh, one is Ch- Chuck or Steve. One of them, I don't know, is dressed as Indiana Jones. I like how one of them is described as Indiana Jones. And we don't get the other one's description until after the scene is over. And then she mentioned it, the other one was a clown. Hilarious. Carly Beth jumps out and howls and screeches a deep, raspy howl. And the boys freak out. And then she realizes that's not Chuck and Steve. I love how she just sees two guys together. She's like, oh, Chuck and Steve. She is like one track mind at this point. She's like, I'm going to fucking, I'm going to fuck I'm gonna Chuck scare. and Steve up tonight. I'm going to wear the scariest mask. I'm gonna, and I'm, and I'm going to get them back tonight. Yes. And they're just two little boys. Their mother run, runs up. And says, What are you doing? What are you doing? And Carly Beth says, Go away. I'm warning you. And Carly Beth can't believe how mad she is. She's suddenly filled with rage and she wants to tear this woman apart. That's what Arlstein says. Carly Beth got so mad she wants to tear this woman apart. Good, do it. I was like, What is this, my true murder podcast? And um, Car- Carly Beth, in the book, Arlstein says, um, Carly Beth's thoughts are, I'll, I'll, I'll chew her to bits, I'll tear the skin off her bones. I love it. That's so sexy. One of my favorite like tropes or ideas or plots are someone who you know gets burned or something like that, and then they kind of like become a villain and like addicted to darkness. Do you know what I mean? I so know what you mean. So there's something. It's what I love about this story so much because it's this this girl hurt people hurt people. So she's been hurt. Hurt people hurt people because she's been hurt and and been made fun of, and so now she wants to exact revenge on whoever and she's getting addicted to this the mask is like turning her into this demon or is it Carly Beth all along or is it the mask you know what I mean like I love that stuff yeah so the mom and the kids run off basically she's crazy and they and one of the kids says she's crazy and in, inside her brain Carly Beth says yeah I'm crazy <gasps> crazy 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 yeah. and off caps <laughs> and then Sabrina shows up dressed as Catwoman in a silver gray and cat, cat suit behind a silver mask and she's like who's there and Carly Beth it's me and Sabrina talks look you know, is shocked about how scary this mask is. Yeah, but she's pretty DTF about it. She's yeah, kind of like, down. oh my God, it's so scary. You're crazy, girly Beth. And she can't believe how real the plaster of Paris head looks. Right. And Sabrina tells her that Steve is going to be late because he has to take his sister trick-or-treating first. Gross. 
And so Carly Beth is a little disappointed. Of course. And Sabrina just starts asking her a lot of questions. Yeah. About the mask. And Carly Beth starts getting that anger again. <sighs> Stop asking the questions. Shut up. Why won't, why won't she shut up? Carly Beth says, why won't she shut up? And then she yells at Sabrina to shut up and starts choking her. Starts choking her to death. You're choking, choking. And then she's like, oh, what am I doing? What am I doing? And then tries to play it off like it's a joke. She's like, oh, I wasn't <laughs> mad. <laughs> I was just kidding. And Sabrina's like, Oh, cool. Yeah. Just getting in the mood. <laughs> so they got, start going trick-or-treating, just the two of them. They go to a house, and are um, a mom and two kids show up at the door, and the kids are terrified of that mask. Yeah. And Carly Beth is living. Yeah. She says, oh, too scary. I'll eat you up to one mm-hmm. of the, to little girl. Mm-hmm. And the mom says, oh, you shouldn't scare her. She has nightmares. And Carly Beth says, oh, she has oh. nightmares. Well, I'll eat you up, too. <laughs> <laughs> I love this new Carly Beth. So they go trick-or-treating. Carly Beth is fe- is feeling her oats. Time for mischief. Heaves, um, one of, uh, she, they go trick-or-treating at a man's house. He gives them apples. This is one of the weird things where it's like, oh, I, they go trick-or-treating and visit old people. And they're like, we have a really old person in a wheelchair in the house. They'd love to see your costumes come inside the house. And they do that. Yeah. Like, what is this, Attack of the Jack-O-Lanterns? I don't know. <sighs> we'll get there. Ooh, don't go in the house. Stay out of the house. But Carly Beth indulges in some mischief, and one guy gives her them apples or whatever, and she turns around and throw those, throws those apples at the house. Fuck. <laughs> this is a good example where, and the, the guy opened, the old man who just let them inside the house opens the door, is like, what's, what's the big idea? What's wrong with you guys? And then Car- Carly Beth and Sabrina kind of run off. And it, I, kind of in the TV episode, and I, I would think Sabrina would be like, what's wrong with you, Carly Beth? This isn't like you. But, but Sabrina's kind of like, you're crazy, Carly Beth. Oh, well. Lol. Carly Beth is like... Carly Beth. It's her night. And she says, um, I night. think we should probably split up and go our own separate ways because Carly Beth wants a scare on her own. Mm-hmm. And Sabrina says, but Carly Beth, you don't even like candy. And Carly Beth says, this is my night. Yeah. <laughs> runs off. Um, she scares a bunch of mummies, takes their candy, runs off with it. She causes some mischief. Right. And then as she's running around neighborhoods aimlessly, well, I guess she has aim, she finds Chuck and Steve. Finally. Actually, real Chuck and Steve. And she hides. And... I love this description of what Chuck and Steve's costumes are. These are some lame-ass costumes. costumes. Yes, I know. It's so lame. But Chuck has a red bandana tied around his head and a black mask over his eyes. Uh, That's it. And Steve has an old tennis hat and a torn raincoat and blackened cheeks. I guess he's a hobo. Now, would you explain to me why... I remember growing up, it was always like a, a legitimate costume was a hobo. I think it's because it's easy and it's motherfucking lazy. You just wear rags and put dirt in your face. I don't accept that. No, unacceptable. I can't abide that. I won't abide that. No, thank you. Hashtag no hobo. (laughs) (laughs) So Carly Beth hides, and she has a moment of doubt. I have such doubt. In her mind, there's no doubt. And she's like, maybe I shouldn't do this. Maybe the boys would make fun of me. Maybe it would be that scary at all. And then that makes her angry. And she's like, yeah, make fun of me. Who's, nobody's going to make fun of me tonight. And then she j- jumps out from the, the bush. And I think this is really scary. Yeah. She screams at the absolute top of her lungs. Yeah. Just shrieks and howls and screeches at the top of her lungs. And, they, and Chuck and Steve are mortified. They're mm. terrified. They're horrified. Right. And... They said, Carly Beth, is that, is, that, is, that, is that you? And she says, this is all that's left of Carly Beth. She shoves that head. Just give me your hand. Just give me your candy or I'll put your heads on sticks. Hashtag heads on sticks. And they're t- so scared and shaking. And she leans that head on a stick towards them. And then we hear a dry scraping sound as the lips on the plaster of Paris head open and 
bat head mouths the words, help me. Can we talk about this for a second? Yes. When I was please. reading this, I was tr- I spent a lot of time sitting and thinking about what a dry scraping sound a plaster Paris lips both, coming girl. apart would actually you sound and like. Me both. And I also like I, you know, I had to read the sentence a couple times because it was like the the it, a voice doesn't come out. It just it mouths. mouths the word "help me." That's where the TV episode fills stuff in that doesn't quite work. We'll get there. We will. So and and Chuck and Steve run off and they are terrified. Good. They run off screeching. That's what you get. That's what you get. This is my night. Halloween is my night. I'm going to read what happens after. Without another word, both boys dropped their candy bags and took off their sneakers studding loudly on the sidewalk. Bye, bitch. I just want to read this segment because it makes me feel like I'm flying um, through the air. The wind swirled around Carly Beth as if holding her in place. She felt like tossing her head back and howling. She felt like tearing off her coat and flying through the night. She felt like climbing a tree, leaping onto a roof, roaring up at the starless black sky. She stood frozen for a long moment, letting the wind sweep around her. The boys were gone. They had fled in terror. Terror! Love it. Love oh, it. Yes. Get your life, Carly Beth. I want to be Carly Beth. I want to feel I that drama. I needed that we drama. We are Carly Beth. So she's oh. running around like a banshee being tossed by the wind. Yes. I wrote down, I literally wrote down in my notes, gorgeous prose. Doesn't she tosses the head down, right? You know, it's not clear, in fact. In fact, it just she, says that she drops it. Doesn't at some she point. say the head rolls down to her hedge and she's like, fuck it, I don't need that head anymore. Bye, guys. Bye, Actually, bitch. you're right. You're right. Um, she kind of just drops the head and I don't care if my mother made it cause she loves me. Fuck you. It's Halloween. It's Halloween bitch. So she starts running, running through the night sky, runs into Sabrina and oh, Sabrina, hey, Sabrina actually scares her because she feels a hand on her. It's one of those, you know, classic horror movie chapter break sort of things. Here we go again on my shoulder. She feels a hand on her shoulder and oh gosh, who is it? It's Sabrina. And, uh, Carly Beth tells Sabrina that she scared Chuck and Steve, and they all laugh and are like, oh, you did it. Yay. And, and she kind of has like some flippant comments. She's like, they're such scaredy cats or whatever. Yes. This is the new Carly Beth. And they go back to Sabrina's house and start sorting through their candy. My candy. And uh, this whole segment, too, the dialogue is almost exactly word for word in the TV show. Good. It's so good. It's so It's also dead on. really frightening what's about to go it down. It is. So they go back to Sabrina's house, and Carly Beth decides to take Carly the mask Beth. off. Only she can't. But it won't come off. It won't come off at all. So they like, try- Sabrina, help me. Help me take this mask off. Let's get scissors. So Sabri- cut this mask Sabrina off. tries to pull it off, but it hurts. Ow. She can't feel an eye hole. She can't feel a mouth hole. And then, But then Sabrina looks, and she sees that there's no line. There's, there's no, no bottom to here. this mask. There's no bottom. There's, there's no a place. line here. There's no place where I can reach my hand between your skin. There's no place to reach my hand. The in. mask has become her face. <gasps> so... Carly Beth freaks out, runs out of the house, and she looks herself in the mirror and she says, those aren't my eyes. Those, those aren't eyes in the mirror, eyes. Sabrina. Those aren't my eyes. Which that really, really scared me it's when I was scary. little. It still it's scary. It's really me. scary. She doesn't recognize herself. She says, I'm supposed to be me, but I'm not. I'm supposed to be me, but I'm not. And she runs to, she, she runs mindlessly. Book, yeah, and then she finds herself at the party store. She doesn't actively think about going to the party store. She just ends up there. It isn't until she sees herself in her, the glowing orange eyes that I guess Presumably, she saw in the mirror and said, "Those aren't my eyes." I still don't get she that. She sees eye the thing. reflection of them in the in the window of the store, and she sees that her eyes are glowing orange, and she sees that. Oh wait, the man is in the store. He's there. Doors unlocked, and he lets her right in. And he was like, "I thought you'd come back tonight." And he and she was like, "I can't take the mask off." He's like, "I know, I know, you can't." 
he and she says, I, she says, take it off me. Take me, take off this mask right now. And he says, I can't, I can't do that. And this is that moment of the book where, where we've had so many goosebumps book, and I love these ridiculous moments where we, like in Monster Blood, we find out what the deal with Monster Blood is and yeah. Sarah Beth and all that stuff or right. whatever, yeah. you know, or or, or like or, or say cheese and die when we find out about about what Spidey had been doing and all that. Right, uh, created this haunted mask. I mean, created the haunted camera. But the so this so. The man, the the man, he never has a name. No, in the credits for the TV show, they say the tall man. The tall man says, um, Which I, love. I can't remove it. And Carly Bess says, why not? He says, because it isn't a mask, it's a real face. And Carly, Carly Bess says, I don't understand. And this is the explanation. Are you ready? Me. Yeah, yeah. He says, these are not masks, they are faces, he explained. Real faces. I made them. I created them in my lab. Real faces. But but they're so ugly, Carly Beth started. Why they weren't ugly in the beginning, he interrupted, his voice bitter, his eyes angry. They were beautiful and they were alive, but something went wrong. When they were taken out of the lab, they changed. My experiments, my poor heads, were a failure, but I had to keep them alive. I had to. That's the only description. And then he says they're called the unloved. <laughs> because no one will <laughs> ever love them. I love how that, it's the vaguest explanation. It really is. It's You're so, creating faces. Like, what? It's so fantastically vague. This is a part where the TV show does it much better, and we will get to that. It does. It's so weird. And Carly Beth freaks and starts screaming, says, take it off, take it off, and tears at her face. And then, I don't know, after way too long, the tall man says, there is a way to remove it, actually. Well, you but can take it But I can't do it for you and he said and then he also adds and once you take it off if you can get it off if you ever put it back on again or if somebody else puts it back on again or puts it on it will be forever yeah so the way that you remove the haunted mask is is with a a symbol symbol of of love. love And that's all he says. He can say no more. Carly Beth says, what does that mean? I, I, I don't understand what that means. And he says, that's all I can say. Sorry. And Carly Beth says, I rules. want myself back. I want myself back. And she starts screaming and freaking out. She makes so much, she, she raises such a ruckus that the other masks wake up. The, the unloved wake up. And then this, this is the description of them waking up, all right? Yep. Um, Oh gosh, it's so creepy and so ridiculous. The other masks wake up and it says bulging eyes blinked, swollen tongues licked at dry lips, dark wounds began to pulsate, the heads were all bobbing, blinking, breathing. And then later it says fat, dark lips began to move, making wet, sucking sounds. Crooked fangs clicked up and down. Ugly, inhuman noses twitched and gasped air noisily. It's so gross. It's really sick. I so love it, So the heads start bobbing and flopping around like frog. Like Arlstein compares them to the sounds of frogs, like a chorus of frogs. They start to float up in a... They float up and, and they, they start ch- babbling. And they chase her out of the store in a single file line of heads coming after Carly. Babbling Beth. like a chorus of frogs, Austin says. Glowing like Ooh. the headlights. Oh, of glowing cars. like car headlights, it says. Ooh. And she runs out of the store and they, they follow her. This is so scary. So scary. So frightening. And so Carly Beth has a thought. We don't know what it is yet. Today I had a thought. Today I had a thought. What if, what if I, I never, never met, met you? you? 
And she says, I have an idea about a symbol of love. And she starts running and running and running. And she realizes she's back on the same street where she dropped that head. So she thinks, she remembers it fell down behind a hedge. So she keeps searching around the hedge. She cannot find it. To find that plaster of Paris She can't find it. She can't. She can't. And and the heads are getting closer and closer. The masks are getting closer and closer. She sees the head between some upraised roots on a tree. And the wind must have blown it over there. So she grabs that head, her head. And she screams, this is a symbol of love. And then they all rush towards her, and it turns out it's not working. No, 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 no. And then I don't quite get this. This part. is one that this is where it, I mean, whatever. I was gonna say this is the unrealistic part of it. I mean, like, yeah. <laughs> the rest but of this has been she pretty kind true of to life. organically, like, like just uh, like finds herself trusting her instinct. And her instinct is to take the plaster of Paris head and slide it, lift it up, and slide it over her own masked head. Now I am not fam- that familiar with plaster of Paris. I feel like it would crack and shatter. Me too, or cut her face, or not fit. It must have like a really wide neck but she says it slides down and fits easily over her face now like a mask maybe it's like a magic thing maybe but it's also the idea of this and she kind of just stands there wearing she's wearing the haunted mask and on top of that wearing the plaster paris mask that is her face standing there waiting to see what her fate is and she like she hears nothing then she hears absolutely nothing and then she pulls the head off and realizes that all the faces are gone totally gone she's by herself and then she reaches up and she's able to pull the mask off it's It's just a mask mask again she takes it off she sucks in some cool sweet air and she walks home she she walks home and as she's walking home she has a thought where she says she says to herself i hope my face is still my face you know i can't really tell she's never been so happy to have her snub nose and her broad forehead and when she gets to the door noah Noah is there of her daughter house. Noah's there. Noah says, take off that mask. Take it off. You're so ugly. And then she runs to the mirror. Just kidding. Lol. It was just Noah being silly. Lol. And so her mom's like, where the fuck were you? Sabrina called here twice looking for you. I made you some hot cider. What happened? And, and, she, and they decide to have a mother-daughter moment. And, and Carly Beth is like going to sit down and actually give her the real tea. Carly Beth's like, oh, everything's fine now, but here's what's going on. And then she hears Noah say, hey, Carly Beth, look at me. How do I look in your mask? And that is a perfect book. Okay, so now we're going to do this. If you guys have listened to us before, what we do is we read the first paragraph of the book and the last paragraph of a book. Back to back, so we have like to a make tiny, it a, a tiny short. This is our tiny short version of the book that okay. we just love to do. <laughs> what are you going to be for Halloween? Sabrina Mason asked. She moved her fork around in the bright yellow macaroni on her lunch tray, but didn't take a bite. Hey, Carly Beth, he called in a deep, raspy voice. Look at me. How do I look in your mask? So, so this the episode um, was the first thing that ever aired, and it aired. Uh, on October 27th, 1995. Well, I guess I'm touching myself all night. Um, I, I'll never forget that night. Uh, Will you? I mean, like, uh, well, so right here I have in my hand the VHS. Lots, lots of gotcha scares and giggles, says the Los Angeles Times. Oh, that's what somebody said about my dating life. And so the back of the VHS tape says, Shy, quiet Carly Beth is an easy target for everyone's teasing and practical jokes, but this Halloween she's found a wonderfully spooky mask that has her tormentors r- scared and running. Carly Beth refuses to take off her to take her new mask off, even though it seems to cause strange things to happen to her and to other people. One day the magic of the mask turns on Carly Beth. She's horrified to discover that she and the mask have become one. Spoiler alert. Yeah, right. Um, but I, I just made Daniel come into my bedroom and watch the episode on VHS. Um, you I made it sound like I didn't want to do that. 
Um, well, when we watch these episodes, we either watch them on Daniel's or my laptop because we bought the episodes on iTunes, or we watch them on my TV on Netflix, or if they're on sometimes on DVD. Um, but I have a, a VCR in my bedroom and a selection of VHS tapes. Ooh, um, it's my favorite thing on the planet is that Haunted Mask VHS tape. Not only do we have the episode memorized, but there's like a preview for A Night in Terror <laughs> Tower beforehand with actor Corey Sevier, um, which is Goosebumps number 27. We won't get there in a while, but there's like a little preview for that that Dan and I have that completely memorized oh, as well. The whole VHS is just so this TV episode. Sent. The acting is so 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 brilliant and it so really fantastic. Is so good. And let me tell you something. The actress who plays Sabrina, the actress who plays Carly Beth, his name is Catherine Long. Yes. And the actress who plays Sabrina is Catherine, Catherine Short. Short. You can't write that shit. K a t h r y n for both of them. For both of them. For both oh, of them. So satisfying. And the actor who plays Noah, we just saw last week in The Ghost Next Door. Yes, he played Danny. Um, and um, you know, except that was way later. So this is when he's when he, this is him when he is younger. The performance that Catherine, I'm getting them confused. The performance that Catherine Long has in this episode is really a revelation. Actually, yeah, they don't do anything to her voice to make it raspy and dark and creepy. It's all stuff she does on her own. And I don't know if the whole thing is ADR or how they if they if they mic masks or things I like that. I think about that all the time. It doesn't seem ADR. It doesn't you don't it doesn't have that distraction of ADR usually. You know what yeah. I mean? Her performance is is absolutely fantastic and devastating and I have cried watching it. Oh. And I have studied it and there's things that Catherine Long does that I do as an actor today that I steal. She's so and like good. it's she takes it deadly serious and it's just a perfect hour of TV. Well let's talk so, about what makes the the TV episode different than the book. Yeah let's we'll, let's so, go chronologically. So some of the things that some of the things that didn't quite work in the book they really clean it up and they the, really clean up in a perfect way and they the, the TV episode starts off it's such a great it start, starts off at Car, Carly Beth and Sabrina late one night are looking for a pumpkin they have to get a pumpkin for Halloween they're looking for a pumpkin sets it up there hatch. it's Halloween it sets up spooky ambiance it takes place at night it introduces the party store immediately it's in the, in the TV episode it's called, called Novelty Shop and she sees she and uh, Carly Beth and Sabrina while they're looking for the pumpkins, looking going to a pumpkin patch. They with a little wheelbarrow. They have a wheelbarrow and this really cool or a little wagon, a little I red wagon. I can't quite articulate this flashlight where there's wagon. like the way that Carly Beth holds up this flashlight thing, lantern, this thing halogen is so flashlight. Cool. Oh, I love it. They stop by the party store and see that there are scary masks in the store, mm-hmm. like. So it's already, the seed is already planted there for Carly Beth. And the tall man, we see him in the window and he kind of sneers at Carly Beth as, as Carly Beth and Sabrina walk away. Great way to introduce him early, early on. And he is not the same physical description as the book. This guy looks like our dad and like a a bald version of our dad. And he is kind of like a scar disease thing happening on one of his cheeks. Um, it's not too gross. It's kind of just like a scar that's kind of happening. I like him so much more than I like the. the and book he also version. has. We'll, we'll go. Okay, we'll, we'll get, get to there. That. And so um, Sabrina. <laughs> this is so ridiculous. Sabrina and Carly Beth walk to the pumpkin patch, and um, we, we already we, see that Carly Beth is so scared of everything. And like Sabrina kind of plays. And Sabrina her. kind of scares her a little bit. I'll insert the clip here. Why did you have to wait till the last minute to get a pumpkin? Why does it have to be so creepy out here? Do you hear breathing? Probably you, Carly Beth. I thought I heard footsteps. I think someone's followed us here, Sabrina. You know, I think you're right. Somebody's out there. Somebody. Or something. And then, hilarious. And then, not only that... uh, This part doesn't really make that much sense. Um, 
Carly Bass sees like, oh, I found a good one, and like sees this finds pumpkin a pumpkin, and the pumpkin is really great. And the pumpkin comes to life, and then another pumpkin comes to life, and it and turns out it's Chuck and Steven. They're wearing pumpkins on their heads, and, and they, they had like, been, they have been like had been lying there Carly all night. Beth, you should have seen your face. Carly Beth, you should have seen your face. <laughs> and they scare her, and they run off. And, I mean, Chuck, and by they, I mean Carly Beth Chuck and Sabrina is run off. a little bit heavy set and taller, and Steve is shorter, tan, and super sexy. <laughs> he is. It's so funny. There was one time we were trying to describe who's Chuck and who's Steve, and I, I think I said, like, oh, Chuck's, like, the kind of the fat one, and Steve's the sexy one. And, and Dan and I both laughed. There's this, for me, this is, I mean, like, I was a little kid watching this, so it's fine to say this, but there was this, like, erotic moment later in the in the p- pirate costume. Where oh, it's, yeah. It's all very, very sexy. Yes, yes, it and was And so then the Sabrina and Carly Beth have this scene. Have this, like, tete-a-tete for a second or whatever where um, they have this amazingly it's, adult it's deliciously expository without in a way that beats you over beat, beats you over the it's head about so it so well done and there's such intimacy between these two girls that I remember watching this when I was young and I was like are like, they gonna kiss are they lovers they kiss because she like she's like you know I'd never hurt you and she rests her head on each other's shoulder I'll insert the scene here why so you can laugh at me some more I swear I had nothing to do with that you know I'd never hurt you They're sickos, you know that. Can't believe they followed us off this way just to scare me like that. They're creeps. They have no life. Last weekend at your house, they pretended they were prowlers. That wasn't funny. Sorry. Last summer, they put that dead octopus on me. They're always pulling stuff like that. I'm sorry they scared you. I really am. It was a mean and stupid joke. No, you're sorry. It's just... They don't do this to anyone else but me, Serena. Why me? Don't be mad, Carly Beth. It's just... You're so scareable, that's all. I am not. Come on, that's not fair. Carly Beth, come on. I I, I may be afraid sometimes, but I mean... Everyone knows you're afraid of everything. Okay. I, I don't like being scared. I don't like being afraid, okay? It's okay. Oh, Isn't that I amazing? I love like, it. I want to do that scene in Jones class. I love like, it so much. I lo- it, there's it, there's such weight to it and the stuff they do. So so Carly Beth, you know, didn't even get her pumpkin. You didn't get your pumpkin. And so she runs home, and we go home to the mom, and the mom is different than the book. I love, I love the mom. mom twelve times better than we like. Her For in the some book. reason, growing up, the mom always reminded me of Cher, which makes no sense because she really doesn't look like Cher. And I, the I, way I, the mom talks is kind of Cher esque, and you see, and she's like, Carly Beth, come here, I want to show you my. Plaster Paris head that and I made. she's made her plaster made Paris head class. that looks exactly like it looks like Carly, Carly Beth. Beth, and they have almost the exact same dialogue from the book, except it's much it's it's just cleaned up a little bit. Hey, are you okay? Huh? Did something happen to you? Nothing. What? Well, no, it's your eyes. You look. It's nothing. Don't don't worry about it. Okay, mom. Cool, cool. Just asking. Hey, come here. I want to show you something. Check it out. Mm-hmm. Mom, it's me. This face is me. I finished it today in art class. <laughs> oh, it's plaster of Paris, so the be mood? careful. It's hollow. It's kind of creepy, Mom. What? Don't you like it? Oh, I like it. It's really great. It's just, I mean, why do you want something that looks like me? <laughs> I made something that looks like you, silly, because I love you. Why 
that's what I make. Yes, and there's this, and Carly Beth thinks she sees the head smiling at her for a second. She's like, it smiled at me. It's mouth open and it smiled at me. It's like, Carly Beth, you're letting this, this, this Halloween this. stuff get to you. And she's like, it was the light, trick to of the, the light. light. Carly Beth, it smiled at me. Uh, what is up with you? It's mouth open and it smiled at me. Carly Beth, you're letting this Halloween stuff get to you. I'm sorry, it, it was the light, it trick of the light. By the way, your duck costumes are red. And Carly Beth says, my, my duck, duck costumes is a member. And the mom says something I think is funny. She says, you saw a duck at the mall and you thought it might be fun <laughs> to be a duck for Halloween. She literally doesn't say a duck costume. She goes, you saw a duck at all. And she's like, I made one for you. It's like, oh, great, cool. Duck costume. Thanks, mom. And the we'll mom will take a look at, at it. it. It's, it's very cute. cute. Oh, by the way, your duck costume is already. I put it on your bed. My duck costume? Remember? <laughs> you saw a duck at the mall and you said you thought it might be fun to be a duck for Halloween. I made one for you. Oh, yeah. Duck costume. Great. Thanks, Mom. Well, go and take a look at it. It's very cute. And then the and mom Carly, leaves. The, mo- the mom walks away for two seconds, and Carly Beth says, By herself, loud out loud. She goes, cute. The last, last thing I want to be a Halloween, Halloween is cute. cute. I want to be scary, scary this time. Cut to the plaster Paris head, and it, and it smiles. smiles. <laughs> so great. So Carly Beth is in her orange ranch style house. Let me say something about this house. I, oh man. The The Caldwell house is to the Haunted Mask as the McAllister house is to Home Alone. Yes. The house is, the walls are painted orange. Ooh, girl. And it left such a deep effect on me when I was little. I remember thinking and also seeing Thora Birch's character's bedroom in American Beauty saying, I need to have a room with orange walls. Oh, what a waste of a life. And I've never done it. Wow, kill ourselves. But, oh, gosh, the the set decoration of that house, it's a Halloween house. So she walks down her ranch-style house, and she hears uh, a, a robot's voice from a room going, quack, 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 It's Noah in the duck costume, but I, lo- I like how he's literally, he's not really going quack. I don't know what a duck sounds in, like. In the book, it was like she heard breathing and then he jumped out and screamed quack, if you remember. But in the TV episode, she hears somebody in her room just going quack, 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 quack. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Take up that duck costume. It's my costume. Carly Beth the scaredy cat. Carly Beth the scaredy Again, cat. Again, even her tiny little brother is scaring Carly Beth. Then we cut to a girl dressed up as a clown and she's eating a half chocolate, half peanut butter sandwich with a bite already taken out of it. And then we fast forward to everyone's eating outside at lunch one day with a picnic table. So, so yeah, so we're we're moving on to the the picnic table now. This is the the very this scene is the very first scene in the book. Is, yes, is, uh-huh. is, is the is the worm in the sandwich scene, and I always thought I was so impressed as a kid watching Catherine Long as an actress. She actually ate the bite of the sandwich with with the, it, wor- with, with worm, and then she really spits it out. Oh, I always she, thought that was so. I was like, wow, she's a great actress. Now, what, the, what, why I like the TV? Oh, this isn't why I like the TV episode better, but where this TV episode does a was it, does a cleaner and better job than the book, I think, is because in the book we have. It starts off with the worm in the sandwich thing. Right. And then the last straw sort of thing is the science fair. Cut that shit. But, but the science fair isn't as effective as, let's start off with the pumpkin patch thing. It yeah. sets up Halloween. Right. So it's smart. scary. It's at night. We get the expository conversation. And then the worm in the sandwich oh is can the we, last straw. we talk straw. about that? Ex- <laughs> What's the matter? 
wrong, Chloe Beth. <laughs> oh, it's the worst. <laughs> the, she eats this the sandwich, and everybody at like it's it's outside right. with picnic tables, but everybody everyone knows, and everyone laughs, and it's so great. There's this moment where half the kids at school are dressed in costumes because it's Halloween, and the other half aren't. And these kids are not; they're probably producers or friends of friends who come to set that day to be they're extras. Clearly these kids extras. are not actors they're or whatever. Terrible. So it, it, some of them spike the lens. It's really, really fun. If you watch the scene, it's so great because Catherine Long is giving a hundred percent and she's, she's running and screaming and runs away. She's so embarrassed. These other dead kids are kind of staring at the camera. Like it's just, so funny. Just pointing their fingers at Carly Beth because some PA told them to. It's so funny. So the next scene is Carly Best. She comes home. And this scene is so great and so devastating. It's all one shot. Oh. And it's absolutely perfect. And I'll, I'll I thought this, at this time at this time in my life, I thought it was the best acting I'd ever seen. And also at this time in my life right now, I think it's the best <laughs> acting I've ever seen. So she comes home, is so mortified and upset from she lunch. She flops on her bed and she picks up a magazine that That's says Friendship, Friendship Triangle on it. And she, re- she, she, oh God, I could like start crying. I think this is I'll so I'll cry great. later for sure. And so she like picks up this magazine. She's like, fuck the magazine. Kind of throws it out. And then she sees that duck costume and she she first of all she picks it up she picks it up and like like, models it a little bit it's this really canary yellow big stupid embarrassing duck duck costume and then she she thinks about her day and she thinks about her life and her eyes well up with tears and she she has this she freaks out she rips up that duck mask and she goes i hate it i hate it i hate it and she slams it down her bed feathers flying everywhere i'll insert the clip here because the music is so deliciously melancholy it's so fucking shot all in one shot and she stares herself in the mirror and she goes into her little wicker box and she realizes she has her life savings there too 25 26 27 29 30 dollars that should be enough she brushes her hair looks in the mirror and says it's my turn now 30 i was talking with some friends one time about a lot actor friends about a line you wish it would be your dream line to say in yeah. a project. Yeah. Like, if there's any line you could ever say, and mine was, it's my turn now. You know what? To be completely honest, there are so many lines in this entire episode that I know. Would, would die. I know. So, she, so Carly Beth goes to Novelty Shop, it's, and it's, it's very open. S- no one's there. There's some... I always thought this was really weird when I was a kid. Now I think it's absolutely genius. The, the music to set the ambiance are basically like drumsticks banging against each other. Bop, bop, it really, bop, really set the scene. I'll insert the music here. creepy i liked it though um and um the the man comes out and scares her and, and he, he has this it, accent it's like this weirdly transylvanian accent or something like that that i think really who, works who are, who are you what are you what are you doing here and she goes i'd like to buy a mask for halloween please <laughs> everything i have is up on the walls five minutes and so um carl uh he gets on the phone and has this amazingly ad-libbed conversation which i'll insert here everything i have is up on the walls Five minutes. 
Yes? <laughs> have you any news? I told you not to phone me unless you have news. How many times do I have to tell you? It has to be metal for Valentine. Yes. Have you got it? What did you wire Paraguay? They are the ones who know. We don't have time. We don't have time. You order two. That's what we need. Now, what about the two items? She's falling apart. We need this chemical item. I can't go on without it. I don't care about the hilarious i mean come on he, he just kind of mumbles himself she, and she Carly... finds the back room sees the mask they're horrifying right they're very scary they're not they're not unlike the description in the book actually i will I, I, I i'll say this i'm going back a little bit but i remember i said i'll never forget how the first time we watched this we watched this at our grandmother's house and it aired at night mm-hmm. the it was uh this whole the first episode was uh, very close to halloween october 27th it was at night and it feels like a dark adult tales from the crypt kind of thing yeah. for me and seeing these masks i was like oh these masks are too scary for saturday morning yeah way too these scary these are way too scary really really frightening she sees the haunted mask it's it's a little it's pretty close to the description of the book yeah there's not as many there's not two dozen masks I think there's like eight or something yeah, like something that yeah something like that and um same thing that happens in the book he he finds her in the back room she thinks he's gonna hurt her for a second right and they he doesn't and then the same exchange. conversation except and this time she forces him to give in the book no. in, in the TV episode she basically just steals it and runs off and literally throws money at him in the TV show, yeah. In the TV show, yes. In yeah. the book, he kind of gives in. In the TV show, right, he's not right. having So the it. difference here is that he ref- they have a kind of a conversation. She, He asks, you know, she wants a really scary you? mask. I'll insert the conversation here. You're not supposed to be here. I'm sorry, young lady. But these masks are not for sale. Not for sale? Why not? They're too frightening. That's perfect. I need a really scary mask. Like that one. This really frightening gorilla mask out front. It's made with real gorilla hair. I will give it to you for nothing. Uh, I don't think Chuck and Steve will be scared by a gorilla mask, though. Who? Oh, these guys at school, all they do is torture me. And? And? I want to get even. (laughs) Ah, revenge. What is your name? Carly Beth. Chuck and Steve would just die. <laughs> and she says, you know, she says, I'm Carly Beth and I want to... And he's like, Carly Beth. And then she goes, like, that one make- would be perfect. That one is so scary or whatever. And so, yeah, she tosses money. She grabs the mask, kind of pushes him out of the way and runs outside and tosses the money. And she's like, here's your money. And he, like, yells after her, but he doesn't exactly stop her. And she runs out. And there's this great shot where she comes out 
all worried and she can't believe she just not she didn't really steal something but she kind of she kind of stealing a little bit even though she threw money at him and she looks down the mask and she's like what am i doing and then she kind of has a moment of regret and she's like maybe i should return the mask turns ba- turns around and we see the guy in the window and he shuts the wind he shuts the door and flips the sign from open to close and then as she turns around she's already transformed into demon carly beth and she's like <laughs> this is gonna be great it's gonna be the best halloween ever. she goes home she looks herself in the mirror one last time and says bye-bye carly beth Bye-bye. Bye-bye, Curly Beth. Bye-bye. Puts on the mask. Mm-hmm. Puts it on. It looks terrifying. She, then we cut to Noah wandering down the orange Dressed hallway. as a cockroach. I always thought it was a spider, but I guess it can be a cockroach I for sure. It, well, either one. And then this is the first time we hear the creepy voice, like the raspy and voice. And again, like and Matthew said like, earlier, she does, I mean, she, do, she does this scary voice. You'll hear it. We'll she does. Clip of it. And then she scares, know, she's, she scares him and she's like, didn't you recognize my clothes or whatever? Um, and then she tries to get the mask off. She can't quite get it off. There's this like chorus of haunting voices that kind of spill up, but she can take it off anyway. So she gets, takes it off and she does the same thing with the head on the stick, except in the TV show, she puts like a red kerchief on the That kind of looks like, like, like it's reminiscent of blood. It's kind of cool. The same kind of moment happens where the mom wants to see the duck costume and the, she's saved by the bell again. This is one of my favorite moments of the whole episode because we just see the mom by herself in the kitchen on the phone and she just says, Oh, oh hi, hi, honey. Is, is Chicago, Chicago going well? Ooh, that must be your dad. I, I hope his trip's going well. Oh, have fun with Sabrina and... Uh, be careful, okay? Um, okay, thanks, Mom. Hello? Oh, oh, hi, honey. Is Chicago going well? And then it cuts to the next scene. It seems adult, it seems improv, and I really, really like it. It makes me happy. So, yeah, again, just like the book, she sees two kids that she thinks are Chuck and Steve. You're not, You're not Chuck, Chuck and Steve, Steve but if you were, were I'd make I you real sorry. And she scares them, and it's not Chuck and Steve. Sabrina comes out of the house, and Sabrina's dressed as a cat, not yeah. as a cat woman, but right. as a cat. Yeah. And Sabrina's freaked out by yeah. Matthew always likes to comment that... The, that Sabrina always speaks in fragments. She only speaks in fragments, as witnessed here. That mask, it's excellent. It's really cool. So scary. And that head, it looks so real. Yep, and the same thing happens like in the book where uh, uh, Sabrina starts asking a little too many questions and Carly Beth uh, tries to choke her. Yeah, she does. And this is the act break for parts one and two when it split up or whatever. And she yes, kind of chokes was, her. It originally aired as one long thing, obviously. In fact, we forgot to mention it aired as one long thing where, that R.L. Stein introduces. Yes, R.L. Stein's the beginning. He has like a really, really fun kind of, and he's, he's in a mask shop. The opening shot of the episode is the haunted mask itself, eyeless. Um, or like eye holes and just kind of staring at you and then R.L. Stein's like, ooh, and then kind of talks about the haunted mask for a little bit. It's really great. Um, and so the next sequence, and so she, you know, she ch- chokes Sabrina and then she's like, oh, sorry, I was just, you know, getting in the mood. And Sabrina's like, okay. And so they go to this house and there's this dead woman who comes to the front door. She's not really dead. She's alive. She's like probably in her late 20s, early 30s or something like that. And so she that comes to the door. She's a horrible actress. There's some brat kids that, Carly Beth screams and scares scares a little bit with a mask. Um, and I'll insert that here. Oh, now that's what I call a scary mask. What are you supposed to be, a giant hamster? <laughs> no, cat. <laughs> I don't like the other one, Mom. Too scary. Oh, it's just a funny mask, hon. Don't be afraid. You better watch what you say to me if you know it's good for you. <laughs> Listen, don't frighten her like that. She's just a little girl. Well, isn't that too bad? Hey, cut it out. And if you don't start talking, you'll get what's coming to you, too. You 
tell your sick little friend that I'm gonna call the police. Yeah. She's not really like that. Honey, back, wait up! <laughs> she's looking at Obeg's face. Carly Beth, that old bag said she's calling the cops on you. I'm not afraid of her. So funny. So amazing. And as she walks away, you know, she goes, Sabrina's like, what the fuck is up with you or whatever? And Carly Best, she's, she's like, like, that, that old, old bag's going to call the cops on you. It's like, I'm not afraid of her. That old, I love how they call her an old bag when she's like 29. I want to start calling like people old bags. Yeah. Um, and then what happens next? This is my night. Halloween is my night. It's the one night I get to have fun. The one night I don't have to be pitiful, scareable Carly Beth. This is my night. Halloween is my night. It's the one night I get to have fun. The one night I don't have to be pitiful, scareable Carly Beth. Yes. And so Carly Beth runs off. She does. And she decides she's going to find Chuck and Steve. And um, she does. We see Chuck and Steve. Chuck, they're both sexy, kind of sexy pirates at Eda Grove Cemetery. There's a sign for Eda Grove Cemetery, which so obviously to me looks like it was Cedar, Cedar Grove. Grove. And Cem- they just kind of blacked out, the Greeked out the C and the R for some reason. So ridiculous. But it's this gorgeously lit, blue, haunted, creepy... Uh, cemetery it's so great so carly beth pops out and shrieks and scares him she screams the same kind of way the mask is like uh uh, i think i remember reading something a long time ago that there was like seven or eight different masks the mask like there are certain ones where it looks a little wet this one looks soaking wet and it's blue basically at this point and she kind of comes up and this is this part where she scares chuck and steve who are you yes do we know you oh yes you're Carly Beth, right? You really scared us. We've been looking for you. This is Carly Beth's pet. Oh, man. Poor Carly Beth didn't want to give up her head tonight. But I took it anyway. <laughs> How are you making that weird voice? Apologize to her. Tell Carly Beth your story. Apologize? For what? For what? For every time you scared her. For every time you made people laugh at her. We were just goofing around. We only did it because we liked her. It's no excuse. It's not how you show someone you like her. Give us a break. Yeah. Really. Apologize to her. And it's very scary. So scary. And this, you know, the mask, the, I mean, I'm sorry, the Carly Beth head on the stick literally says, help me, please help me. Help me. Taught. Please help me. And Chuck and Steve aren't the best actors. They're kind of half-assed. Like, I uh, love that Chuck and Steve uh, here say, though, that, that, that we, um, we only, we only did it because we liked her. They, they, Steve says that they only scare her and make fun of her because they like her. Yeah. It's like that school, school, like playground just crush like sort of that thing. Ponytail but that's not in the book. They don't say that in the book. Mm. So I and, that she goes, and then Carly Beth goes, that's not how you show someone you like her. I'm going to make you wish you never met her. And they get scared and, and run off. And Carly Beth literally claps to herself. She does. And howls. And she howls and gurgles and makes all these amazing noises. And she buries that plaster Paris head in she the cemetery. Buries, she on purpose buries it like an animal. And she makes these animal grunts and growling noises that sound like this. Bye-bye. 
good choices. So she starts, you know, starts running off. Um, runs into Sabrina. Yeah, Sabrina gets a hand, hand on her shoulder. Hand on her shoulder. Sabrina. They go back to Sabrina's house, and pretty much word for word, word for word, the scene from the book. Basically, it's ac- it's really really frightening. Though. It is and they, very and they scary. Some, some there's this movie making tricks where it's like it's from like that Terminator Two thing where you're looking directly into the mirror, right? Like the camera's looking directly into the mirror and. It's from Carly Beth's point of view, but you're like, how are we looking directly into the mirror from Carly Beth's eyes? Having watched it so many times, I can pick up on certain things. And I figured, I think I finally figured out how they do it. Like there's this one time where, where in the reflection quote, Carly Beth shakes her head like no, kind yes. of quickly, and the camera stays completely still. But the, what used to really, really scare me and still does is really well when done. she goes, "Those aren't my eyes. My my eyes don't look like that." And it cuts to Sabrina, and she goes, "You're scaring me." She goes, "It's not me. It's not me in here." And then she runs out. I'll insert it here. No, Sabrina. There's no line. There's no line here. I'm gonna tell my mom. Those eyes. Those eyes in the mirror. What about them? They're not in my eyes, Sabrina. My eyes don't look like that. Try to calm down, Holly Beth. Those aren't my eyes. Where are my eyes? Where am I? You're scaring me. This isn't me. This isn't me in here. So scary. Ooh, gosh. She yeah. kind of runs off into the street and she runs into like a trick or treater. Yeah, a witch trick or treater. is like, what are, are you supposed, supposed to be? And she goes, I'm supposed to be, to be me, me, but I'm not. I'm, not. I'm supposed to be me, but I'm it's not. Like, it's it's these mo- there are these moments in the TV episode where we take, where they've, they've taken Carly Best's thoughts in the book and she, made, them di- yeah. made them dialogue and it works so well. So she goes back to the novelty shop and we have... The same kind of monologue from the tall man, except, except he says that they call me unloved ones instead of the unloved. But he doesn't say that they were just faces he made. He was saying because he didn't love himself, he was trying to make new faces for himself. He he says, Carly Beth, I was like you, I didn't love myself, so I made. He was making masks to right. replace his face. And I'll insert the monologue here. They weren't ugly in the beginning. They were beautiful. As beautiful as any face could be. But something went wrong. They changed. They became hideous. One after another, no matter what I did to stop the decay. No matter what I did, deformity set in. Carly Beth has is so, or the cat, the actress says is so horrifying. I remember that was in the commercial. I remember seeing the commercial, Ooh. the first commercial ever for it, and that was the end of the commercial. Her screaming like it's that, it's so scary because she's devastating. She, I believe it. She gives it her when all. she's crying and screaming. I believe all, and her eyes are glistening behind the mask, and she's acting through the mask, and it's really great. And then, like in the book, she wakes up those masks. The only part that's kind of clunky to me in the whole thing, special effects wise, is this because they kind of use this kind of silly. St- 
TV blurry, blurry. blurry effect is the mask follow her. And they're not and babbling and like choking and they go, yeah. love us, Carly Beth. Please, Please Carly, Carly Beth. Beth. And there's one part. They're so that, Canadian. They say, Carly Beth. There's one part that to me, it sounds like, and I'll insert the clip here. Of, we can sound, never figure out what they were saying. It's about, to, to me, it sounds like it goes, say your prayers. <laughs> But I don't know what they're really saying. So the masks follow Carly Beth as she runs, and she... She's gotten the same symbol of love speech, by the way. Yes. And she digs up... She goes to the graveyard. She digs up... Or cemetery? Graveyard cemetery. Graveyard church. She goes to the cemetery. cemetery. And she digs up the, the plaster Paris head, and she kind of waves it in front of the masks who are bobbing all around she's, her. She goes, this, this is me, a, this is me. This is a symbol I'm of Carly Beth. I am the symbol of love. Go and the, away. And the faces... They, they, they literally um, run, like, sort of fly off and her mask flops off and she kind of is it's like, a dirty it's a dusty it's a old again. crunchy old dry mask and we've got, we've we've spent so much time with her with the mask on i always like kind of forget what her face looks like and then she takes it off and we're like wow that was the oh, girl that was underneath gosh, God, she's so great. when she takes that mask off finally you feel it you feel the sweet cool relief it is so satisfying you really do just a mask just a mask again symbol of love that's what he meant a symbol of love so she comes home she gets home eventually noah pulls the same like your mask take off that mask carly bath what's wrong with your face i love that they still do that (coughs) still do that moment because even though we've already seen what her face looks like and her face is fine he's like please take the mask off and she's like what and then she looks in the mirror i love that they include that moment it's so great and same same conversation with her mom. Her mom's like, "Where were you? Sabrina called here twice looking for you." And she said, "I've, I've had a I've really learned, I've learned a lot about myself tonight, mom." She's like, "Oh, uh, Noah, don't put on that mask." And there's like a uh, well, when when Carly Beth walked into the house, um, and Noah said, "Please take off that mask." He had a bowl of something. And it's ice cream, right? Yeah, but it always looks like potato, potato salad. salad to me. <laughs> to me, it looks like potato salad. When and you guys watch this episode, fast forward, not fast forward, once you get to the end, look at the bowl on the, that he drops He drops the, the bowl, it cracks and it stays on the floor. And it looks like It looks like salad. spilled potato salad to me. And then we see him coming out and he, he... He's wearing the mask. He's wearing the mask and it's frightening. And he kind of laughs, but like it's, he has this gaping maw of a mouth. That and like, as he laughs, what we should point out with the wind... In in when Carly Beth, I mean, sorry, when Catherine Long or the 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 other actor is wearing uh, the mask and speaks, the mouth moves with it. Yeah, these these it has kind of floppy teeth. These wiggly, they look like soft, sharp. They're really they're supposed to look sharp, but they're soft. And then we get uh, Arlstein closes out, and he was like. Um, I hope you liked it, Mom and Dad. What do you think? And we pan over to I think presumably his real parents. I don't know. They maybe. look a lot like him. And it's it's two old people sitting there and they have literally their faces painted white and their hair stretched out looks like they'd stuck their fingers in electric shock, like in an electric socket or something and they have their mouths completely open with dead eyes. And he goes, yes, I think, they, I think liked- they liked it. Have a scary day, everyone. I love it so It is my favorite so, 44 minutes of so anything that has much. ever been made. I love it deep, deep deeper and deep. Oh, this was the hardest thing. I could talk about it for 18 more hours. I know. I mean, like, this is probably our longest episode ever. It will be you, our longest one. Thank you guys one. for listening and following oh, this yes. journey. We really try to rein it in. Yeah, I'm crazy already. I'm crazy. Because we could just rhapsodize and rhapsodize. Oh, it's just the best. It's the absolute Please best. Please do yourself a favor and watch it. If um, you don't watch it, 
uh, soon. Please watch, watch it around, around Halloween. Halloween. Come Please. on, at it's least so just watch worth it. it. It is so satisfying. It's a great book too. It's as good as the Goosebumps series will ever get. Yeah, and it's like a fa- it is the first episode. It's a, a fan favorite. It's, it's an Star favorite. favorite. It's his favorite. Oh, it just encapsulates everything that's so you delicious. You must watch Live it. Live deliciously and watch it, please. Mm, Halloween, The Haunted Mask, Carly Beth Caldwell. I love you. And next week, we're going to start wishing. Oh, be careful what you wish for. An also really good book. But Samantha nothing, Bird, Fly Away Bird. Nothing will ever compare to The Haunted, the haunted Mask. mask. But so, join us next time. Yeah, keep tuning in. <laughs> if you dare. 30, $30 that you've been up. It's my turn now.